Hello, who had it? <laughs> Blood, sweat, and tears all connects to one thing: water, the source of our life. It occurs when we're happy, sad, nervous, tense, angry, or even when we're horny. Uh, Damn. Some can have days without it, yet some are thirsty as fuck. So, do you know your water? Join us last week as Eric joins the JV show for a water bottle taste test as part of our food series. We test the expensive brands like Voss and Fiji to the cheaper ones like Kirkland and Nestle. Tune in to find out the best water brands in our blind taste test last week. Can you guys also guess what languages that we're using to say um, hello, what's up, guys, or hello, how it's going in the beginning of our podcast? Yeah, guys, start using the comment section. Yeah. Anyways, um, this is Jorge. And this is Viv. And welcome to the JV Show. Welcome. Uh, this week is just me and Viv. Uh, we're still, you know, getting our shit together. <laughs> getting all our poop in one location. And then uh, we can start getting some guests back on the show. Yes, yeah, sir. So that'll be fun. Uh, okay, let's do a quick recap of your week. I haven't seen Viv uh, in about a, two weeks almost, I think. Oh, has it been? I mean, I've seen you at volleyballs and stuff, but we haven't hung out. Yeah. It's been a it's been a while. Do you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so Highlights last, of your week. Last week was um, the long weekend, Heritage Day long weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, so myself and Joyce's family went to Kananaskis. We went to the Nordic Spa. That mm. was very nice. Uh, if anyone's ever been to Spa Line in Korea, it's very similar. Pretty much, there's uh, you go there, they give you like a robe. I think you had to wear swim trunks, but they give you a robe, slippers. What do you mean you think? I mean, I... You, you, you went nude. To, you have to. Okay. You have to. You, I was I like, knowing you. I mean, it, it, in Japan, you go nude. Mm, I see. In Korea, spa land, in uh, the Nordic spa, you have to wear uh, some type of swimwear. Unfortunate. Yeah. And then it was... Uh, they give you a nice, really thick robe. Because the Nordic Spa operates in the winter too. Was it soft? Or was it like thick and uncomfortable? Um, now some robes are like thick and it feels like just a fucking towel. I didn't use it much. I didn't use it much. It was a nice day too. Ah, so I see. Pretty, I see. But pretty much you go there. Um, there's, you know, unlimited towels. You can just keep using towels if you want. There's, I think, four or five different steam rooms and four or five different saunas. They're all like love that. different. Is there a gym there? Uh, at the hotel, but not, not the Nordic Spa. Is it like a gym gym or <clears throat> like a it's all right. fucking treadmill? No, there's a squat rack there. Oh, whoa. Yeah, there's a squat rack shit. and tables and shit. Yeah. Nice. But at the Nordic Spa itself, there was like different steam room, which have different temperature and smells. So like there's the Russian one, the Banyan one. So that's the one where... <laughs> it's just gunpowder. It's, uh, you pour it water. slavery in here. You, you pour water on the stones. Oh then, shit! Yeah, yeah, that one. And then it's like it's a sauna, but you pour water on the stone, so it gets like steamy-ish. Okay. There's uh two of them that's just different smells. So it's eucalyptus, and the other one's called alchemist, but it's just like an orange smell. Oh, yeah. cool. And then there's the Finnish steam room. Um, I don't know. It's just typical to Finland people. I, I have no idea. And then is that a the, smelling one? Uh yeah, it smelled like mint. Oh. Yep. And then uh, there's different saunas. Actually, the Finnish one was kind of more of a sauna. There's barrel sauna. So it's like one of those like four-person barrel ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's different hot tubs. So there's all different hot tubs at different temperature. And then there's a cold plunge. Oh. So the, the idea is you go, you do your hot thing until it's too hot for you. You do a cold plunge. And then you rest for, I would say, 15 to 20 minutes. 
and I know why. Like people there don't do it. Be like, oh, it's too cold. I'm just gonna jump straight back to the heat. But the reason why you get the rest after is you have to naturally go back to the right temperature, and that makes your body work more. Mm-hmm. If you go to the cold, uh, hot to the cold, and then rest and make your body itself get back to the natural temperature. Um, and then I just we were there for like I want to say like 10 a.m. to like 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. Just oh, sick nonstop. Uh, we also ate there. The food was quite expensive, but it was. It was Did you do the cold plunge thing? Oh yeah, every time after. Oh shit! So, Does it feel really good? Yeah, it feels it's difficult. So like. I found out how to make it even more difficult. So, like, just going in is pretty cold. Of course, you masochist. Yeah, so if you, like, if you, like, bundle yourself up, like, you turn yourself into, like, a very small surface area, it's not as difficult. But if you, like, spread your arms and your legs and you wave them around, it mm-hmm. like, makes you lose a lot of heat really, really fast. And then... Uh, after, it's like you like dying, but you don't. No, it's like, I don't know. Like, something about cold plunge is good for you, I think. So then Yeah, it's I supposed to more. make you... <clears throat> Or happier, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some dopamine thing. Yeah, some dopamine thing. And then at the very, very end, you take this little um, container of salt they give you, and you go to the exfoliating shower. So it's just like a mini steam room that's not as hot, and there's shower heads everywhere, and then you just rub the salt all over you. Um, Whoa, there's shower heads like everywhere, like 360? There's like... Well, it's like one room, so like 10 people could fit in that room. And oh, there's gross. Like, there's like eight shower heads. But like people usually go like two or three at a time. Oh, and there's, a, there's no exciting. like... But, like, you take the salt and you just rub it everywhere. I I think it's supposed to exfoliate all the... How coarse is this salt? I, I, I mean, salt I wouldn't eat. I, I tasted it. It was really bitter. Uh, uh, the fuck? Um, <laughs> Why would you try it? I don't know. Okay, I didn't, like, specifically try it, but some... I think a little bit got into my eye and that hurt, and then a little bit got into my mouth, and, yeah, it was good. Is it, like, really coarse salt? Like, like, Dermarera sugar? Or is um, it, like, regular salt? Coarse salt. I don't know what the fuck that here is, but it's a very coarse salt. And okay. you like rub it all over your face, your back, your your you know everywhere to. What kind of salt is it? Okay, here. Let me just fucking Google you. Exfoliating <laughs> salt. Exfoliating salt. I mean, salt is an exfoliant. But I mean, there's like different kinds of salt, right? It looks like this. Can you like zoom this. in on that photo? Like this salt scrub. How to make a salt scrub. It's fucking salt. I mean, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. I don't know how you want I'm me to saying salt. In that recipe, it's table salt. Uh, but there's different this, granular here. sizes of salt. I don't know, man. It's just fucking salt. I'm sure they could give me table. It's not table salt because table salt's more fine, right? Yeah. No, this is like, it's like coarse, very coarse salt. Mm, is it like Epsom salt? I don't fucking know. Alright. Salt like I'm a I fucking eat. salt connoisseur. Yeah, I'm not a fucking salt. You wanna do a salt episode? We can do a salt episode. Want some fucking right, anyways. Salt? Yeah, and then uh yeah, that was that was the next spot. It was really fun. Uh, we were there Friday to Sunday, so it was a pretty good weekend. Uh, I really liked the spot and it was supposed to be relaxing, but afterwards like there wasn't much to do, so we ended up playing like tennis and basketball and stuff so it was, oh that sounds like so much fun though it was really fun but i was hoping to really rest my body because my knee's been hurting a lot and my joints been hurting a lot but uh yeah the whole tennis and basketball thing did not help my joints i mean it's called saying no alvin it's like you have four people and you're playing basketball i'm not just gonna sit out you know it's two on two so it was like tennis you know you got doubles and mm-hmm. you, know, you can't just say no to that let's see yeah, so uh, that was the big highlight of my week, I guess. The only other thing is today I had a lunch barbecue. It's pretty nice. I haven't had one in a while. Oh. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm used to the U of A barbecues. You know the free ones we get at like Quad and stuff? Mm-hmm. The fucking single. Oh, yeah. I mean, just go get a hot dog. Yeah. Like fucking bread three to one ratio to meat. No, no. This one is like a nice, nice mm. barbecue. So that was good. Yeah. But that, that was pretty much recap of my week. Some uh, highlights. Other than that, just the usual stuff. Nice. Um, aside from the usual stuff for me, I guess the biggest highlight in when was the last time we saw each other? So I just need to know. Mm, two. Well, the last time we hung out was two Saturdays, two Fridays ago. What was that? Okay. Well, anyways, I went to K Days. K Days was a lot of fun. I went on that um hamster wheel thing where they like inflate a plastic ball and you go inside and you go walk cro- walk on top of the water. That was so much freaking fun i think that i would have completely regretted going to k-days if it wasn't for that one thing that i did what what did you eat anything at k-days i only had an elephant ear because corn dog no but you don't like corn dogs they're they're meh what all right but carny corn dog hits different like a pogo is nothing it's a garbage does a carny corn dog make you feel gross after yeah it's supposed to Oh no! I'm not supposed to feel good after I eat. It's like, but I mean, okay, like when I get elephant ears, I know it's just dough and sugar and oil, but I still feel okay afterwards. But there's like some foods when you when you eat it, you're like, shit, that really was not worth the fucking macros, and I feel disgusting. Mm. I feel like a piece of shit. I mean, it's the same feeling as when you go to all you can eat. Like you no, know you're gonna feel because when you go to all okay my idea for when I go to all you can eat like if it's sushi yeah. then I fill up on sashimi first because that's clean protein it makes me happy it's fucking sashimi it's great it's all good and then fill up on anything else whatever you have left in your tummy for and then that's how I can leave all you can eat feeling good about like macros and everything knowing that I also but, got my bang for my buck but did you eat all you could eat. Yes. No, I, I think there's so, so, so I think left. your all you can eat and my all you can eat is different. But Probably. at the same time, if you leave all you can eat and you're like really uncomfortable, then that I don't know if that's worth it. Because this one time I went to all you can eat at um that Chinese hop. I don't I don't think it's called Chinese hop. It's like really small, and then they have all their sauces on like this staircase shelf thing in the corner. It's like a really really small place, okay. and it's run by like two ladies or some shit. Okay. It's on the left side of Calgary Trail. Oh, that one. Uh, I know what that one's called. Here, let me find out all you can eat. Yeah, that one. This one time I went to All You Can Eat there and we ordered so fucking much, but we were like so determined to finish everything that when we were leaving, I wasn't the one that was driving, but the person that I went with had to like just could not drive. They had to lay down on their seat because they ate too much and they're too fucking full. And when I was driving... I felt like I was going to vomit and pass out because I just ate that fucking much. Mm, it's called Chili Hot Pot. Yeah. Chili hot okay, pot, yeah. yeah. So if you eat that much, then that's... But, but that, that meant you ate all you could eat. Yes, but I don't know if it's worth it because you feel so sick afterwards because you're so full that you're like, I can't even operate a heavy they, machinery you, you right know now. what they should do? They should change the name. They should change the name to All You Should Eat. Not All uh, You Can Eat. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. Right? They should literally change the name even for their own You're sake. Like, fucking bet. <laughs> yeah. Like, Call 91 right now. Yeah. I'm like, maybe we should change our name to All You Should Eat because, you know. You're right, you're right. But yeah, we did that. I went to Katie's. That was a lot of fun. Um, it was only fifteen dollars too, which I thought was pretty good because I would I would assume the things that you have to pay for at Katie's would normally be a little bit more expensive and not really that worthwhile. But fifteen dollars for like fifteen minutes ish. Inside that ball was pretty great. 
Damn, they're making bank 15 minutes. Yeah, right? And then hung out with friends throughout the week, worked at a cafe, went to cafes to catch up with friends. But I think that biggest highlight of the last few weeks would be that went to Chasing Summer this weekend. Nice. How was Chasing Took a trip to Calgary. It was so much fun. So the lineup wasn't that great this year. I mean, this is only my second time going to Chasing Summer, but I didn't think the lineup was that great this year. So I wasn't that excited. I was more excited that we're going somewhere and having fun but it was actually so much fun like so much freaking fun the first night um oh everything's like a blur first night we went to this place called jaja asian cafe or something and they had this performance there like a live performance at the restaurant that was so fucking loud that you literally we moved tables because our table was originally like right beside the performer and then the waiter asked if we wanted to move upstairs but even when we were upstairs it was so hard to talk because we couldn't hear each other what was the performance it was it was like a band or some lady singing Sick. yeah food there was okay like just like an Asian cafe, like like Cantonese food or like China and China food. Um, neither. It's just like Asian snacks. So they had like bows, like pork belly bows and tofu bows, and it sounds like a scam. Like the um, other place, the Mapo Daofu. That food repair shop that you yeah, like, kind of like that. Oh, it sounds like a scam. But less less fancy and oh, less more reasonably priced, oh, I would okay. say. Fair enough. Yeah, and then like fried rice, things like that, and then. Um, the next day was day one of chasing. I thought day one would be a lot more exciting than day two, but overall I found day two to be way more fun because not even just the lineup, but I think it's also just the vibes and maybe we all did a lot more stuff on day two. Oh, you guys got really fucked day two. <laughs> I mean, is that how it works? You do day one and then you like up it for the next day? I think so. Oh, okay. I saw a lot of friends and then on day two, we went to an after party. Oh, nice. for loud luxury and at first it was so fucking boring like I, w- I was like it's so early but i want the night to keep going but the dj was so boring that we were all just sitting there because we already paid for the tickets for the after party and we were all just sitting around like closing our eyes saying okay we'll only stay for like 20 minutes or so and then we can go home but then afterwards it became like so much fun like so so much fun when the main dj came on but then by that time like i think most of the people were tapped out so all I really remember is me and Gally actually were the ones that are like dancing on the dance floor. Meanwhile, like a lot of people were sitting in the back or like half of half of the group already went home. Oh, yeah. I I didn't go. Fuck <laughs> but then on the second day, it was a lot of fun. Um, we wandered a lot more or at least I wandered a lot more. We had a moment where we sat in the grass and just bonded and chatted. That was really nice. And then... Wait, this is like Chasing's over? Or, or this is day two of Chasing. Oh, day two. Yeah. Oh, wait, you... Oh, wait. Okay, okay so day one Yeah. was a lot of fun. We pretty much just stayed in the same spots. Um, it did rain and we bought ponchos. And ponchos feel so nice when, when it high. rains and oh. you're high. Oh, yeah. Like, I felt so freaking nice. It was like cold and then you feel wet, but you're not wet in that way. And then... So day one, we did that and we went to the after party and day two, um, it was really fucking hot. Yeah. Really that fucking that, hot. Is that Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. Oh yeah, Sunday was hot. Yes. Yeah, super fucking hot. We made these bead bracelets, which was a lot of fun. I wanted to give one away, but I couldn't. And then I somehow ended up with a Wakanda Forever one. I don't remember who I got that from though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty cool. It snuck up on you at night. <laughs> yeah, it just gave me a bracelet. Here you go, you fucking bitch. And then after... Um, chasing was over on day 
two um we went on a walk and then everyone else kind of like passed out and me and galley we went to hang out with gabe because gabe and his friends coincidentally found a place or they booked their airbnb airbnb two units away from ours oh nice so when they went for a walk we went for a walk with them and then we ended up going to this playground and we played grounders and that was so much fun playing grounders with the group of them because we're all still high yeah and having fun and i freaking slipped and now i have the biggest bruise on my calf yeah it looks fucked up but it was a lot of fun and then we went back to their place and played smash oh nice yeah it was a lot of fun and then on the way back i passed out but apparently we just missed or we missed that hailstorm that was in red deer that like destroyed a lot of cars oh yeah i heard about that it, like went through windshields and shit mm-hmm. yeah, it was brutal yeah but that was pretty much my week that was the highlight and i am just starting to feel okay now just since today? like like 2 p.m is that normal how long does it take to get over um rave um, i think it depends it's very it really depends on per, like per person because i know like some people that took a lot and they feel nothing and they feel completely okay like the next day oh nice and then I know most people recover within like two days, but then there's like a group of us that I know that are still recovering. <laughs> Some people keep vomiting. Really? Is yeah. that a thing? You get nauseous? Um, I guess so for some people. Or like for me, I've been only eating like less than one meal a day. Oh. Um, my appetite's gone and I've been feeling pretty, pretty empty I and mean, sad. Lose weight, go to some raves and do, do some, some drugs. drugs. Yeah, woo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Nice. I had so much freaking fun made a lot of good core memories and because it was at the end of the month i was able to make my tiktok thing i've been trying to do this thing for tiktok where i do like a highlight of each month and i'll just take little snippets or record little snippets of like highlight moments and i'll put them together and since this weekend was the last of july the last few days of july i was able to finish my july one in it makes me so happy to rewatch it oh nice Sick. yeah i don't watch i'll show talk. it to you later no i don't yeah okay sure. right well yeah all right fine all right so this week we're gonna talk about some more chilled conversation we're gonna talk about social norms wow um, so <laughs> talk about it a little bit about it i think i'm personally very socially awkward so this would be interesting for me i think i'm actually really socially awkward too but i but i also um read a lot of things that you should do oh you get like the 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 hacks of what you should do in a social yeah space. like growing up i would read a lot of wiki house and a lot of like cosmopolitan stuff mm. for like any situation that i don't know how i, I should respond oh but yeah. then so like if i'm put in the situation that i would know how google would advise me <laughs> that's a good character maybe you have to be awkward Maybe, maybe. You have to fail at it. or maybe this is the personality that I have, where I'm like looking for the guidebook to how to be a regular human fucking, being. You're a fucking generic. <laughs> yeah. You're 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 fucking Pepe. <laughs> uh, okay, so Kick how w. You There's some cool social norms. You want to start with um, dating social norms? Sure. What's that like? So talking to people, okay, when you All talk right. to someone at a club, shit like that. All right, so I have an issue. Yeah. You know how when you're dating someone, or not even dating, if you're interested in someone, the social norm is to go up to them, say something, introduce yourself, right? Yeah, okay. That would never fucking work for me. Why? 
which is an issue because that means that like i'm never gonna get anywhere because if someone goes up to me and they're like hey i think you're i think you uh you look great or something i guess physical appearance would be the first thing that would attract you right if someone was like hey i think you look really great i just wanted to know if i could get your number if someone said that to me my first reaction would be like it's because you're fucking lonely <laughs> Or you only want me for my body. No, get the fuck away from Wait, me. Wait, would you actually say that if someone No, I wouldn't say that, but I'd be like, nah, it's fine. I don't fucking know you. Uh, Even if they're like hot as fucking shit, uh, which is so bad. I mean, I feel like as a guy, girls don't really approach you that often. So I don't know how to think about that or ever, actually. I don't know. For me, it's almost never. I also had, um, so like all my experience. I don't know, actually. I've approached people. Mm, I don't know. All my experience is from like high school till like university ish, mm-hmm. and after that, I just used dating apps, and then I was just lucky on dating apps. Oh shit! I was just I don't know. I was lucky. I felt, you know I'm with Joyce. I was through there, and then I never had to think about it again. I mean, isn't the norm for dating apps like you're supposed to have a f- witty pickup line or a witty yeah. line, or else people ignore you? That fucking sucks. Well, yeah. So what you do is you think of like one or two, and you just recycle those with all the girls. You just copy that's paste. terrible. You just copy pasta, <laughs> and then maybe if you're really into them, you try to personalize it. But for the most part, you just copy paste. Okay, so like if I were to go on dating apps, I think i would just forego all these all these lines i would just be like hey you look pretty cool you want to you want to chat or you want to talk yeah i don't know it's uh i don't know okay i think okay if i were actually to go on and i saw somebody that had like a profile that i think is pretty neat and i thought they looked pretty pretty good and i wanted to message them i would just be like hey my name is vivian think you look pretty think you look pretty cool Oh, you're not gonna last. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. I, I don't What's know. up, friend? Like, okay, yeah. So typically, what this isn't even. I don't even know. Does online shit count as social norms? I guess so. I guess there's social norms are everything you do, right? Like yeah. what people would expect. Yeah. Okay, so what people would expect if I was gonna say, hey, you go on dating apps and stuff, is that first you do the witty pickup line, and then that's so lame. I know it's, it's just typical. I mean, sometimes you just say hello, and that's what about fine. genuine, genu- genuineness? Just being like, hey, you look fucking cool. No, because you know why? Everyone is scared of getting catfished. Oh, so fuck. everyone has to start off like, okay, do the witty pickup line. But how does a witty pickup line like get you away from catfishers? I mean, because because you don't have to be genuine. You don't care if they're genuine yet oh man so then uh th- okay this is my experience what a world this is my experience but i feel like it resonates maybe with some people because i feel like uh when i watch videos online it's similar uh so you do the witty pickup line you chat a bit what's a witty pickup line i, I don't know let Something me hear it about, like you know the whole like oh if there's only two letters in the some bullshit like, oh, what? like- <laughs> I, I don't know like if you can think of one that's not typical on the internet then you just hold on to that and you're like, okay, I'm gonna use this like fucking twenty times, and then uh-huh. and then you can think of another one later, and like it just sometimes stuff just pops up, right? You're just like walking around, you know, you see a balloon, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe something about popping, maybe something about balloons, you know, I'll send them a picture of a balloon, something like that. Mm-mm, I don't know. Let's see. You, you just find one the thing like, that's like there's no you and I or there's no you and me yeah, or something like yeah, yeah, that. But then those ones are all used. Like if they can guess the answer to the witty pick or not answer, but it's usually a question or something. Okay. And if they can guess it, then you failed, right? It's like you have to do something that they probably can't guess and then Okay. You just give them a random fucking question. Or or be like, what's what's green and blue and prints out Hello Kitty? 
<laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I, I, I think there's two approaches. There's one is the super witty pickup line, or the two, the very sexual pickup line. And then for the sexual pickup line, you're pretty much being really upfront. You're like, okay, this person's either gonna not like it, and then that's over. Mm-hmm. This person's gonna answer the sexual pickup line correctly and like it, and you know they're. What you use on Joyce? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember. I think it was on Bumble, and Bumble's different from Tinder. Oh, Bumble's the one where the girl has to. Yes. Oh. So I didn't have to do the pickup line. I mean, I don't think she did. I think she just said hi, or something. Oh like shit. That. Something, something around that. I mean, at that time I got Taro, so it was easy. We just talked about my dog. Oh. Yeah. So it's uh, actually. I heard dogs yeah. are a big plus. Oh, dogs are a huge plus. Trust me. I mean, now that I have Joyce, I was just chilling all day, but you know, back then I would have to take pictures. <laughs> I was like, him. fuck you, bitch. You used me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and then after that, you just, you just try to get to know them a bit. And then the next goal is after you say, like, you learn one or two things about them and then you're still interested, then you try to get their number. Oh, okay. And then it's you like get try the, to get off the app. Yes, that. yes. The, oh. like the faster you can get off the app, the, the better usually. Oh, awesome. So, okay. so you try to get their. It's either that. their number, their Facebook, their Snapchat, their whatever Insta. I don't. I didn't use Insta. Oh my god! Do people actually use Snapchat as like their oh, main form of com- conversation think, now? I think um, not meaningful, but like it's nice because supposedly everything gets deleted <laughs> off. So you can supposedly, see, yeah. Supposedly. But guys. The reason why Alvin says supposedly is because I saw this TikTok where apparently you can down not apparently okay you can download your data from years back off of Snapchat. If you go onto your Snapchat, I don't remember exactly how now. You can Google it. You can download all your data and it shows you pretty much every single conversation you've had since. For me, at least, it was 2018, and I can see word for word pretty much all the conversations I've had with everyone. Yeah. 2018 doesn't show any photos don't worry but it's like text conversations i can see it all yeah so i actually don't know about this no it hasn't been long it's been like four or five years since i've used it but i don't know how they do it now but for when i was doing it was you get the snapchat oh so, i think it's the same so then you can get a picture because you don't want to get catfish oh. because the picture won't be like a picture they have on their camera roll it'll be right like, right like them they, they might have a lot of makeup on but whatever at least it's like live <laughs> at least it's a girl yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> So then, and then if it goes beyond that, then you ask to hang out. Um, you might ask for like more sexual pictures or something like that. That happens. Oh, shit. Um, and then after that, you just hang out. And then the first date like does it all. So like you just hang on the first date. Is there like a timeline for this? Like before you're like, oh, this is taking too long. This person's yeah, fucking so around. In my opinion, it's within that week. What? Okay, so like, like you, like you start talking to them, so, and then you have to meet up with them within a week. So if we start talking on like a Monday, uh-huh. and then if they don't have a good excuse of why they don't want to meet up on like a Friday or something, or like a Saturday or something, like, like if, if the reason's like, oh, I have work that day, I was like, okay, like that's reasonable. Oh right? shit, that seems so fast. In my yeah, opinion. because uh, because if they don't, then the m- most likely chances they're playing the same game as you're playing, so they have like five different people oh. or something at once and they're meeting up one one of those five in, that weekend instead. Oh so shit, there's so much thinking so to then do. There's, there's no point, right? Like if they're already meeting up with someone then it's like, okay, whatever. Then 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 you you, you kind of go some until they want to hang out. So like the if fuck? you've already approached like, hey, I want to hang out and stuff and they said, okay, I'm busy, then you'll be like, okay, then... Then you get butt hurt. What if they're actually busy though? No, no, it's fine if they're actually busy. Then Then the onus is on them. In, in my opinion, the onus oh, is on them now. I the see. onus is on them to try to make uh, time to hang out with you because oh, yes. you've already committed a time for them. That makes sense. Yeah. 
So then, uh, and then if that doesn't work, then ghosting happens and then nothing. Oh, fuck. Right. So then that's the next step. The next step is actually meeting in person. And then meeting in person is a little awkward because it's like, oh, I kind of know you. I've seen your face, but this is my first time like actually seeing you. Okay. Um, and I think then, it's only awkward if you make things awkward. At least that's what I tell myself. True. And then I think some people like get, uh, what is it? Was it when the person doesn't show up on the first date? Stood up? Yeah, stood up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is some of the, but for me it was like, very rare like one of ten maybe oh shit yeah yeah so usually if it's already set up and stuff they will actually like meet up and then after that first meetup then it's like a go or no go right where would you meet up uh, like what's a safe and yeah. okay thing to do that like okay if you have asked somebody to meet up there then like you're willing to go because even if they don't show up, it's not a complete waste of your time because you can still do something mm-hmm. or like it's not fucking embarrassing. Like you have to like buy movie tickets and then yeah, go yeah, by yeah. yourself yeah. or like uh, book a table somewhere and sit by I, yourself for 50 minutes. I always try to avoid movies because it was just like you can't That's really true. talk to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, activities are usually pretty good. So I always think like a lunch cafe <laughs> type of thing is very <laughs> most non-committal i'm just saying activities like hey you want to meet me in my bedroom <laughs> okay so the other thing is like your place is never a good place to oh meet yeah of course you're gonna get like, kidnapped it happens before it happened for me before okay so, um yeah so like i'm just trying to think so most of the time it's like a lunch activity or like a noontime activity or a cafe or something like that okay and you just like meet chat eats or whatever and then you know just talk get to know them a bit more um like face to face yeah because there's only so much you can talk about if you don't even know this person is real or not that's true uh so the weird thing is i guess it's kind of exposed but uh at the time that okay the time that i met joyce on on dating app it was like i'm not gonna shit you guys that was in my mind i was like okay i'm kind of tired of this app now i'm kind of gonna go off after this yeah and then Joyce agreed to hang out. I was like, okay. Like, this is the, like, after this one, if it doesn't work, I'm just gonna, like, I'm done. I'm just gonna do my own thing and figure it out later. Oh, shit. Uh, and at, time, at the time, I had Taro, right? So I was like, oh, shit, I have to, like, watch my dog a bit. So I don't know if you want to come over and watch my dog with me, um, but he's a puppy, so I can't just leave him alone for, like, like a whole oh, day. Oh, what a line. Yeah, you want to so, come play with my so puppy she with me? when Tarl, because at the time when Tarl was a puppy, he'd take a nap at a certain time. Like, I'd have a whole schedule for him. That's when we went out to eat and stuff. So. Wow. Yeah, the, I mean, that was a rare case where, like, I guess my house. I think that's actually, actually, I don't know. But it's weird because, like, you, I don't want to invite people in my house. Like, yeah. Normally, I don't want strangers at my house, like, ever, right? Yeah. But I guess that was the one case where it kind of worked out for me. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that would work for me, too, if the guy used his puppy as an excuse. Or not excuse, as a reason, saying, hey, I need to, like, walk my dog. Do I want to go on a walk with my dog with me first? And yeah. I would be like, oh, shit, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And then you just have to see, like, how genuine they are and who they are. Yeah. I think after the first day, everything is kind of, like, self-explanatory. The yeah, thing is, like, sense. if you um, get it on the first date or something then you also have the debate like is this girl like this kid's hoe yeah is this girl <laughs> hoe or something or like what's going on here uh and then yeah after that it's just whatever could i have a really good first date who knows true i mean yeah like i think if if you have a really good first date and you feel like you know like the vibe is good and why not but okay so that's my social norm for like 
online dating. Now, in person, I don't even know how to translate all that first step that I just talked about in yeah. person, too. Because I guess in person, you'd meet somewhere. I don't know, like, a okay, bar like, or Yeah, okay, if it was a bar, I think the social norm would be... See, this is why it wouldn't work. If you were at a bar, the social norm would be you'd walk up to someone and be like, hey, you look fucking cool. Or yeah. you're like, you look great. Can yeah. I get your number? Yeah. Or you want to drink? I think uh, I think asking a girl if she wants a drink or something like that is better than asking them directly for their number. Mm, I see. So, yeah, I, I think that's super normal. I don't think I would ever do it. Really? Like, I feel like um, my personality type uh-huh. Like I don't, I don't frequent the bar. Mm-hmm. And if I meet you at the bar, I'm like, do you frequent the bar? Because if you frequent the bar, I don't frequent the bar. Yes, so that is then, true. And like, there's some issues here, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm not against alcoholics or anything like that, but I just I don't. So it's a different lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I, I live a very mundane and yeah. plain lifestyle, right? So then I wouldn't do it at a bar. Like I might do it at some other event. Like if I met someone, okay, say I went to. Um, Chess club, just run something random. Fucking gay. <laughs> whatever, or, or whatever, whatever, and then club, right? It yeah, could yeah, be like yeah. rock climbing club, or it could be whatever, or some social meet, right? I mean, if you met someone at chess club, there'd be a fucking genius. Yeah, but then the other thing is like, I'd be more inclined to actually try to talk to them and be like, oh hey, and I actually would just I agree. just start talking and be like, oh hey, I'm new here, like you know how long you've been here, and like just try to get some information from them, and then the vibes right. I think that's how I would ever do it. I don't think. You've never actually introduced yourself to anyone in person like that? At a bar? Or like any scenario? Oh, I have. I have. Oh, okay. But like, okay, here's the weird part. Like, it's mostly to um, dudes because it's like, I, I want a friend at this club. Yes. So then like, at least if I have a friend, then it's easier to talk to other people once I know someone in the club. That's actually, I think that's actually like a unspoken, low-key, really good tip that a lot of people follow is that you're supposed to make friends with their friends before you introduce them to them like you go up to their friend and be like hey i think your friend is really cute could you help me out here i don't want to mess things up and i think that'll get you more further in the books than if you just went directly to that person and introduced them i actually think that's even way too much for like a beginning i think it'd just be like just to get to know the other like uh, just get to know someone who you think is cool there like like, yeah regardless of gender race or anything of that stuff and then oh like for a bar i'm saying for a bar specifically i think i think it goes like two ways so for me at least if i if there was some guy that wanted to ask me for my number i think it would his best chances would be if i was with a friend if he was like hey i think your friend is your friend looks great yeah. or whatever can you help me out? I, I want to try and get her number. But then they go up to me themselves mm. and introduce themselves. Because if they didn't do that second part, then I'd be like, you're a fucking wuss. Mm, I see. I see. I mean, you, you could be really drunk, drunk too. Oh, that too. That would also really yeah, work. Yeah, if you are <laughs> on drugs, you're drunk, you're very open to talking to really random people. Oh, yes, I am. Yeah, so. That would also really work. I guess work. that's you're the other right. option. All right. You're right, you're right. So if you guys want a tip, just get hammered first. <laughs> you got to buy your drinks first. Or just look f- f- great, maybe, mm. because for my okay for my f- the first guy I dated, I saw him at a gym, yeah, and then he was like walking by, and I don't know where I got this confidence or why I decided what I did what I decided at the time, but the second I saw him, I was like, I'm gonna make that guy my boyfriend. I'm gonna go introduce myself to him. So when he got close, I walked up to him and I was like, Hi, my name's Davian. I don't think we met before, and he was like, Oh, hi. And then the actually the thing is he didn't remember me oh. when I introduced myself. I was like, oh hi, and he's like, oh hi, my name is so and so, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll see you around. I just wanted to introduce myself, and then like I think it was like a few days later, we ran into each other again at the gym, mm-hmm. 
And then I was with my friend who conveniently was also his friend. And he was like, oh, so my friend introduced us. He was like, oh, hey, this is my friend so-and-so. And then, oh, this is my friend Vivian. And then he, and then he was like, oh, wait, didn't you look so familiar? And I was like, I introduced myself to you the other day. And he was like, great. Wow. My name is so-and-so. Oh, shit. And then apparently, and apparently that's, that's how he uh, he went back to his friend. was like, holy shit, I met this girl. And she has a fucking amazing lats. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what got me noticed because yeah. of my triangle back. Uh, yeah, I think but I think if I was at a bar, I know it's not normal in social norms for girls to go introduce themselves first, right? Yeah, I but I think it's, it's weird too. Okay, for a guy, it's like, like for me, I feel like there's so many factors. It's like, is she already dating someone? It's gonna be so awkward if I come up, yeah. And then you have to think of all those things. And another thing is, like, sometimes I find that if you're very like physically attractive. Mm-hmm. I'm like intimidated as in like oh yeah i think it's kind of okay it's like if she's a 10 and i'm a five for example right mm-hmm. but it's not only because of that discrepancy it's almost like i bet you like this girl has some very complicated relationships with her friends and significant others because she's so like what do you think me? those things yeah i'm like like a model like girl i'm like dude she Whoa. gets hit on like 24 7 whoa so i'm like i don't know if that's what i want to deal with you know like maybe uh just deal with my own life right I also find a a thing about, like, learning to love, if that makes sense. What do you mean? So, like, I find that if someone, um, there's the physical attraction, but when you get to know someone more and you like that part of them, then they become more attractive. Oh, I agree. Yeah, so then I I don't base everything off, like, just the physical attraction. Oh, of course. Of course, of course. I think a person's physical attraction can only take them so far. Mm, Yeah. And that distance is very, very fucking short. Like, I, I found... And this might be biased, but a lot of the very, very attractive females that I met throughout my life have very complicated, like, life situations and stuff uh-huh. with, like, you know, ex-boyfriend or all that stuff or all these random things. And I'm just Shit. like, you know, this is just something I don't want to deal with, you know. It's yeah, that's not true. enough effort. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's, yeah, I, bar, I don't know how I'd do it at a bar. I probably wouldn't, first of all, like I said, because I wouldn't really go to a bar. Yeah, I don't think I would ever take anyone seriously at a bar either. Yeah, so I mean, that social norm is kind of weird. Um, how about just meeting people? So like back in the day, I remember for me, it was so hard to meet people because K through six, like kindergarten through grade six, you're forced to be with your classmates. So you just know yeah, everyone. Yeah, but you don't have to be social. Yeah, but you, you know, you just meet people, you mm-hmm. know people, you know them, and you're never in like a challenging situation. That's true. And then for me, that even entered junior high because in junior high, a lot of the same people from my elementary school into junior high. And then... You know, other people were more social than me, and then I just meet people from my the people I know, right? Yeah. And then the worst, the weirdest part for me was in high school because, like, I went to a different high school than all, than all my friends. Yeah. And I had to literally just change my mentality. I had to be like, "Okay, you just go up to people and say, hey, my name is this. Nice to meet you, right? Because yeah. everyone's new, right? Now, I kind of had that mentality going to high school, so that's how I met a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I stopped giving a fuck. Like, after that, at that point, like, in university... I should have had the same mentality in university, but I didn't. Uh, I just was like, ah, I'm just going to do my own thing. Yeah, I agree. I had the and same then since then, I feel like it's so hard for me to like meet people and like introduce myself sometimes. Why is that? Uh, one is like effort. Like I just don't care sometimes. That's fine. Um, but like I should because like some of these people are like my coworkers and stuff. And like, oh, fuck. <laughs> because some of these people are like my mom and my dad. <laughs> <laughs> like... 
like, I, I feel like I should, you know, try to introduce myself to more of my coworkers and things. I, I do, like, on the first day, my boss will bring me around. I say hi to everyone, you know, shake their hands and all that stuff. And after that, it's like, if no one talks to me, no one talks to me. I just do my own thing. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like me at work. Yeah. So, which is kind of bad. So then I feel like even in, like, like okay, here, let's let's put you in a scenario. You uh, just joined... The chess club. <laughs> I was just going to say you just joined this yoga class, but for a guy, okay. it's kind of weird. Okay. Like, you're just trying to say hi to all the hot girls at yoga. <laughs> <laughs> the girls fucking doing a downward dog. Like, oh, hey, <laughs> when you're from behind her. <laughs> yeah. You need help with this pose? <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, I don't know, like, something, something like, like some random club or whatever. Like, how do you even introduce yourself at that point, I guess? I, I guess I would try to make one or two friends, and then after that, I'd be like, I'm done. Like, this is good enough. This is all I need in life. Like, what kind of club? Uh, for example, if you start, like, rock climbing. I think rock climbing would be so easy. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah so you can try stuff. Like, if you see yeah. somebody, okay, if you want to, if I wanted to introduce myself at some, to somebody at, like, bouldering, after they're, like, while they're doing their puzzle, if I wanted to introduce myself to them, I'd be, I'd just watch them a bit and I'd be like, whoa, that's so sick. Like, you're so pro at this. Like, can you show me how you do this? Or like, what was your thought process here? Hey, my name's Vivian. Mm, and you unbutton your shirt a little. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns around, you're fucking naked. <laughs> okay, no, like, I find it weird, like, in, in um, work events. For example, we have a work event. Uh-huh. Uh, and we're forced to, like, meet people at work events usually. Uh-huh. And then I just, like, know two people and we just hang out. And that's it. <laughs> That's yeah, work and I don't meet anyone new, but I feel like maybe I should like try to socialize a bit more. Yeah, I think it's really easy in like settings where everyone's kind of doing the same thing, right? Because then you know what to ask, and then you could always ask any question to like start a conversation. Right, that's true. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know. I guess, I guess I've, I've never been, been put into that like really difficult situation lately, especially yeah, yeah. because I was, I was just thinking like, what if I move to a new city? city? Like, how do you meet people there? What's the norm to that? Right. Um, I think we, yeah, we talked about this in the last podcast. If I were to move to a city, I think like the norm to making friends would be to frequent one place a lot so that you're a regular there and you know the environment there and people start recognizing you and seeing you as a familiar face. Yeah. So then it becomes easier for you to introduce yourself, whether that's like at a cafe or at like volleyball or at anywhere. Just go somewhere a whole bunch and then you'll be a part of the community and you'll eventually know everyone that frequents there as well. Okay, here's a here's a toughie then. What if uh, okay, so I, I I failed at this, but at uh when I when I went to Taiwan on my solo trip, mm-hmm. I just used dating apps to meet people. I didn't oh. actually meet people like in I, I met some people in person, um, but it was for me it was always really awkward because whoever I meet would think I'm Chinese, like I'm from there, and they'll just speak to me in really fast Chinese. I'm like fuck me, like, <laughs> work. Like I'm, wait, they don't know you're not Chinese when you're like chatting with them and texting them. Or would you just... No, like, no, no. They, they, they know I'm a foreigner. Oh, okay. In fact, it's a bonus. Usually when you oh. go to Asia, it's a bonus that you're a foreigner. Because they... Have, this is not directly the reason, but like, you know, it's nice to have a green card and shit, but... Um, oh, I see. I also think people who want to learn English, it's just easy for them. Yeah. It's nicer for them to meet foreigners and stuff. Yeah. So like on dating apps, it's super easy. Like if you're a foreigner, you're, you, have a, you have a plus, I think. Mm. Um, but in person, it was so hard for me to meet people in person. Um, I wasn't in any setting where I could. Like I met some... Random people who was staying at my, not really, ho- kind of a hostel. Yeah. Uh, but we only hung out for like half a day and stuff. And then after that, we didn't really hang out. Oh, maybe. Oh, I heard that when you go to hostels, it's really easy to meet people. So some hostels make it very like, they force, not really force, but they make events. Mm-hmm. They 
get people to join. Yeah. Uh, mine wasn't really like that, but then I just like it was just this group of girls that kept going, and then I guess they 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 started talking to me, mm-hmm. so then I started chatting with them, and then we we hung out for like for an evening. Oh, stuff. that's so cool. Yeah. But um, other than that, I had no way of meeting people other than like using dating apps. I think dating apps are fucking awesome because of that. It's probably like depends on the place because like when I went to Japan. Um, when I went with my parents and my sister, none of them wanted to explore and go have fun at night. So I went around by myself and I went to a few bars by myself and I made some friends there because I think it was probably the bar that I went to, too. I went to two bars. One bar, I just started talking to the people that are beside me. I was like, hey, like to people that are sitting alone. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then another bar, they had karaoke going on. So now I was like, I'm going to just go sing, sing here. And then whoever comes and joins me, I'll become, I'll make friends with them. I'll chat with them. And I ended up making friends with like a group of people. And we ended up like walking around Japan oh, nice. at night and like going to other like clubs and stuff and making more friends. Yeah. So that was really nice. Yeah. And then when I was in Thailand, I went on a mini hike to a viewpoint. And when we were there, people were asking each other like, oh, can you help us take a picture of this? Can you help us take a picture of that? And when people are just sitting around looking at the view, I just chat with the people beside me like, hey, so where are you from? And I ended up finding out that the two groups of people that were on my left and my right, they're also from Canada. Oh, yeah. So we we're like, oh, my God, like, where are you from? And some people are from Vancouver. Some people are from Toronto. Yeah. So we're like, oh, shit, what are your plans for the rest of the day? What are you planning on doing at this island? And they're they're both saying like, oh, maybe like heard that there's a lot of bars going on or a lot of bars and parties happening tonight at the like beach because the beach was like a long beach and it was just littered with bars and clubs along the whole thing. So I was like, oh, my God, do you want to go party tonight? Like, we'll all meet each other there and we'll go for drinks and do all this stuff. So that's what ended up happening. Damn. And I thought that was a really easy, natural way to make friends when you're on trips. Yeah, I actually think parties have a general, like, easy method if you're, like, a party goer. Like, mm-hmm. for example, like, if a bunch of people are playing beer pong, it's like, oh, yeah, can I join one game? And then yeah. all of a sudden you meet, like, four other people. Mm-hmm. But I fucking hate doing those things, so. Oh, shit, yeah, that's that's a lot more difficult. <laughs> yes, yes. I Like, I don't know, like, how I would enjoy it is, like, a nice conversation. Hmm. Like, for the most part... uh People at the gym sometimes, like random people, like in sauna or whatever, would like talk to me and stuff. And oh, I that's when it's easy for me to talk to them. Yeah, like super easy when they approach me. But I would never want to approach other people. I think it's very hard to make friends at a gym, and if you go to like a commercial gym, if you go to a specialized gym, then it's probably easier because the community there, community there is a little bit more supportive. Mm, okay. But like, at a rec gym or a community gym i think it's a lot harder because if for me i think i'm pretty friendly but if anyone were to try and talk to me while i'm working out i'd be like fuck off mm. go away yeah. <laughs> makes sense makes sense yeah mm, okay cool okay, okay so, so that's, that's just meeting people, people in general and like all pretty much all different types of settings how how about when you're hanging out with friends yeah like okay at chasing this weekend okay there was a lot of times when i ran into my friends yeah and i wasn't sure of like if it's a great big group of people and it's kind of like a lot of work to introduce like your friends to your other friends yes what's the social norm for that like should you introduce them to or should you just pretend like you're saying hi to your friends should you introduce them to like your closer friends should you expect your friends to go introduce them to themselves or if like my friend ran into their friends should i be like oh hey yeah i'm so-and-so's friend or is that fucking weird Uh, i think that's i don't know i think the norm in my opinion, is like, you just dip for five minutes to talk to to meet your friends a bit and then you join back with your group. Yeah, that's kind of what I nice. assumed would happen. Great, you did. You Unless did it's normal. like somebody that you kind of know, you're like, oh my god, yeah, this is my friend that I was mentioning. I mentioned a lot, or hey, this is my friend so and so, or oh my god, you look so familiar. Like, are you so and so's friend? 
I think that's the only time when it's kind of oh, okay yeah, to yeah. introduce like, them. Okay, if for it's example, like a big group. If I'm with you guys with the volleyball group and I meet some of my like close friends, mm-hmm. and I would just leave a bit, you know, talk to them a bit, and I'll come back. But that'll probably never happen because I'll yeah. probably be with them instead of you. Like, there's there's hierarchies in groups. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean hierarchies? Like, you have a group that you're very close with, and that's probably the people you'll go with, and then the lower uh-huh. hierarchy, and the lower hierarchy, and the lower hierarchy, right? That's all, yeah. So then, yeah. I mean, it's weird because if the higher, higher, higher hierarchy is there hanging out without you, then you're not that important. Oh, man. So that's just kind of awkward at that point, right? Yeah, I then, see, uh, get it. Yeah, that usually won't happen, right? You'll still go back to your normal group because yeah, that's true. there's hierarchies in the group in your um, social value. That's true. Okay, I'm guessing that the social norm is that if there's somebody worthwhile to introduce to, then you would do so. Aside from that, you'll just be like, oh, my friend talking to their friends i'm gonna leave them be i'm gonna do my own shit or vice versa i'm talking to my friends my friends will go do their own shit for a few minutes or whatever and vice versa unless there's somebody notable to introduce to yeah but here's the other thing for all the single fucks out there okay like this is just a tip that i want to give you guys real quick tell your friends you're looking for someone like tell your friends you're single and you're actually looking you're interested in stuff Mm -hmm. so then when that happens your friend would naturally introduce you to someone they think they know is also single and is also interested in meeting people. Yes. I feel like that's very important because people don't, like, I can't just assume my friend is wants, to, wants look. to meet people, right? That is true. But if they told me, hey, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I've been single for a while, you know, I'm just looking for someone, if you know anyone in mind, let me know, you know, I just want to meet new people at first and then see where that goes, right? That's then in my mind, I'll be like, oh, okay, if there's ever that type of scenario, that's like a perfect opportunity to be like, oh, hey, have you met my friend? Blah, that is actually really right? perfect. So like, just a tip for all the single people, like, tell your friends who aren't single, or even if they are single, that you're looking. And, yeah, and they'll help you out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it goes back to when I was like looking for a job, it's like people don't know you need help until you say you need help. Yes, right? exactly. Because if you think about it your way, like you don't normally help other people until they kind of let you know, like, hey, I'm struggling here. I need some help here, right? Yeah. Because you think, oh, everything's fine because I don't really hear much from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes I think that's the, the perfect, perfect opportunity. opportunity. Like, that's, that's like the perfect, perfect way of meeting people is just, just letting your friends know, hey, I'm looking. Let me I know. agree. Let me know if you know anyone. That happened to me at the wedding I last went to. Oh, nice. One of the guys apparently was looking and then he... Also was asking about me apparently in the last few months. Oh, okay. And then when he saw me at the wedding, he's like, "Oh, hey, oh. can you guys introduce me to?" And then to her, and then like all my friends were like, "Hey, so do you see anyone cute around here? Or do you know my friend so and so? Or do you remember when you went to so and so's birthday?" And I'm like, "Fuck." Yeah, but it's it's uh it's weird too because okay, the social norm is that you have to be not a dick when that happens, right? So for example, if you meet yeah. someone online and I you don't I was like a bit them, of a dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you meet someone online, you can just ghost them, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, if your friend introduces you to someone, like, you, you could ghost them, but you just have to, like, let them know, hey, I'm not interested, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you actually have to be respectful. Whereas, right. like, online, you're just like, fuck off, I'm done. <laughs> Is this a dick move? Because I, I met this guy, like, twice. And, and then. Not interested or you're interested? I'm not interested. I don't want to oh, do yeah. shit. I think you just tell him you're not interested. <laughs> I did. Oh. But then when, when, he, when he introduced himself, I was like, I'm going to pretend I don't know you because <laughs> I met him twice already, but it was a long ass time ago. And so when my friends were introducing us, I was like, oh, hi, my name is Vivian. And he was like, oh, hi, my name is so-and-so. And then, oh no, he said, hi, my name is so-and-so. And I was like, oh yeah, hi, my name is Vivian. And he was like, I actually know you. And I was like, fuck. Oh. I was hoping you would not remember, 
but then yeah when he was like oh i actually know you and i was like oh really and he was like yeah you went to my house you went to my birthday party <laughs> i was like oh fuck <laughs> shit i mean i actually think that's still normal like okay that's right I, I would actually go to someone's party because my friend of a friend of mine told me to go yeah that's right? that's exactly what then, happened and then i wouldn't actually know the person i might meet them there but they for the most part are usually half drunk if it's their party already Good. that's so what i was like, hoping okay, whatever like i kind of met you but you were you know acquaintances at best good 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 because genuinely did not remember that it was his birthday yeah but when he said that i was like oh fuck now i can't fake innocence <laughs> uh okay and then in a professional setting i feel like i'm i don't know i don't care too much about that many relationships i only care about people who i work directly with yes i agree I think for our professional relationships, the social norm is that you should keep everything very professional. Yes. And I think it's also smarter to keep things very professional unless I feel like it's a give and take. And it's very at first, it's a very risky give and take because for professional relationships, they can always bite you in the ass. Yeah. So you have to kind of like give a little. And if they give a little, then you give a little. Yeah. You have to make sure you're always matching in terms of how much personal life you're showing them yeah i mean it doesn't help if i ever introduced you to jv show (laughs) 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 exactly hey you want to listen to my podcast (laughs) but like obviously coworkers can become really good friends like one of my bestest friends of all time was a coworker before yeah i mean there's this weird situation where like work wife or work husband you ever had one of those Mm. i've had a work wife once it's just someone I got really close to. There was nothing, like, intimate or anything, like... Why would you call them your wife, work wife? Uh, because, for example, if anything... For example, okay, if they weren't there and there's, like, oh, hey, there's some free food at the lunchroom, right? Uh-huh. I would, like, wait till they're back and be like, hey, let's go together and stuff. Oh. And, like, we just do everything together at work and we're just of opposite sex. But, like, most of the time at least in my experience, it doesn't go anything beyond that. Like, we just, like, hang out with each other and we're, like, help, helping each other at work. But I, I've heard of stories of sometimes that becomes a problem in a, in a relationship when you have huh. a work husband. Uh, but, no, it happened to me once. Like, I had a friend that I was pretty close with at work. Yeah. We just talk every day and we just do a lot of stuff together at work. Like, we all eat lunch together and stuff. Yeah. We go all together for lunch and stuff. And, yeah. I don't think I've ever actually had one. I think the closest one I, I would have, like, somebody that you always did stuff with yeah. and like oh if you're if there's a work event or a, anything to do with work this would be the person that you'd say like oh if you're going out go yeah if you're not going out i won't go then that person turned out to be somebody that i ended up dating oh okay I so mean, that's the same like not the a, same uh, i don't know like that's, that's like a, a turning a work wife into a real <laughs> yeah or, yeah i see okay yeah but for the most part yeah i agree professional keep it very professional but like, it sounds kind of shitty, but, like, I kind of always want to befriend, like, interesting people, but sometimes, like, the higher-ups, it's kind of nice to, like, befriend them because they'll, like, help you out and stuff. That's true, but, but what's it, a social norm for that? Because, like, imagine yeah. when you're actually talking to them and you're making jokes and then suddenly they start actually acting like your manager and then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> so that's what I always found very, like, awkward and stuff. Like, the only manager I actually got really close with was Izzy. Like, Izzy yeah. was... He's a manager, but he acts just like us. He's just like one of us. Yeah, like, yeah. He doesn't like act like a boss to us. Like he doesn't boss us around or anything like that. Um, that was the only person I manager I ever got like pretty close with. Yeah. And every other one is kind of just I don't know like a very transactional relationship for 
for the work. But I, I think, think it's, it's kind of cool. I feel, I feel like, like, like one thing I've always been searching for is like a mentor. Yeah. And I feel like you can only really find a mentor if you see someone that you want to become like them. But then if it's at work, it's kind of weird because like you don't want to make it seem that you're doing this for other ulterior purposes, like to get a promotion or anything like that. But no, like you just want to learn, hey, how do I become a better person? Right. I think you definitely have to have a supervisor, a manager, or somebody who's honest with you enough to let you know what kind of friendship relationship you guys actually have and like where they stand with you. Like, I feel like I was, when I was a supervisor at my last job, I was a very open and honest supervisor with the people that I was working with and people that were under my control. And then I had some people that I was like, honestly, these are my tasks that I have to make sure that I do. If you don't make it hard for me, then I won't make it hard for you. And I don't give a shit what you do as long as you do your work. We could joke around, we could fuck around, whatever. Yeah. But as long as you don't make my job hard for me, then I won't make your job hard for you type of thing. Yeah. But like, like, then we could be friends and we could joke around, do whatever. I don't care. Like, my thoughts are always like, I want a mentor who's a friend rather than a boss. Yeah. So, like, I find it so hard to get past the whole coworker to friends. Because, like, in my opinion, to get beyond that point, you guys have to go to an event outside of work together. Yeah. I feel like that's the hardest fucking thing to do. Like, because, like, it's like you're there. Nine to five or whatever it is, and once you leave, you're like, "Fuck all of you!" Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna live my life with my family, and I'll see you guys tomorrow at nine. I agree. I think that's definitely very hard, but I think you have to. It's probably you have to have the coworkers that you want to hang out with. Mm. Like you have to click while you're at work somehow. Like my coworker, my coworkers. I feel kind of bad. This one coworker was like, "Hey, what?" I think this, this was a few weeks ago. He was like, hey, what plans do you have this weekend? Or what plans do you have after work before? it was, Oh, it was kind of a long weekend. I was like, oh, nothing much, much actually. I'm just doing this and this and this. And then he was like, oh, yeah, nothing after work. I was like, no, but I think I'm just chilling. He was like, oh, cool. And then he created a mini group chat with the people that actually kind of talk to each other at lunch. So yeah. it was me and like a handful of other coworkers. And he was like, hey, guys, what, do, what are you guys' plans for after work today? Like, it's do you guys want to have a early long weekend celebration? We could all go for dinner and then go to a movie or go hang out afterwards. And then I was like, fuck, you fucking asked me for my plans before this. So I have no <laughs> excuse. And everyone was like, no, sorry, busy, sorry, busy, sorry, busy, sorry, busy. And then I was like. Okay, this is kind of good because everyone said no in the beginning. But I felt so bad because his response afterwards was just okay. <laughs> Rip. I mean, yeah, it's pretty weird. But I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. Like after work, I want nothing to do with any anyone. Yeah, that's same with here. Yeah. Okay, here's another weird one. So like, I feel like now more more than ever, people don't use a lunchroom anymore. So like, people don't actually get together to eat lunch anymore. Oh yeah. I feel like back then it was like one of the best parts of um going to work as a co-op because yeah. you just get to know people randomly. They'll they'll talk about their days, but I think it just doesn't happen anymore. Uh, one with COVID, half the people aren't even in the office, and two, everyone just eats at their desk and do their own thing now. Yeah, I agree. Um, feels kind of bad, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, sometimes when miss, people don't. Yeah, I kind of miss that because like maybe I should start eating at the lunchroom because like I see one or two guys that are sometimes always there. <laughs> they're like one day somebody's gonna see yeah. me and come sit with me yeah but it's it's, it's weird too okay so another weird thing i do i think is out of the norm is like i go running around lunchtime like i train for running <laughs> so like i literally like change my clothes and i look completely different and i yeah. go for a run and then people look at me weird sometimes when i'm leaving the office and i'll come back and then they'll understand like oh you know he went to do some physical activity Thanks. i think it's normal but i feel i i always feel like i have to explain myself i have to like tell people like hey guys i'm a i'm a runner okay 
like don't, like <laughs> this is a fucking word. Yeah, spread the word. It's not weird if uh, you know I'm dressed up in my running clothes in the middle of the office in the mm. middle of the day, and then I'm back, and then also I'm back to my normal clothes. Like that's yeah. normal. But that I find is like kind of weird. Cause like, what's the social norm changing at work? I think it's. Oh my god, I always feel so guilty sometimes when I want to do something at lunch. Yeah. I'm like, damn, you better not fucking work that hard, coworker over there when I'm going to go take an extra long fucking lunch yeah, or a normal lunch. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I wish the lunch was back. I feel like it used to be such a thing. Like it used to be so normal for everyone, everyone to just go eat their lunch. Like if you're not eating your lunch at work, there's something wrong. Like the project's super busy and you have to like yeah, do, yeah. do work. But now I feel like everyone just eats their lunch at their own desk now. That also kind of sounds a little bit stressful. Like your social battery is going to run out because you're like dealing with so many people on a day to day. So many emails, so many people, so many like people to interact with, so many meetings. And then at lunchtime, you can't get like an hour of silence. <sighs> or even if you're just working on a project, you're not talking to a lot of people during lunchtime, at least for me. Yeah. I think I have an issue. When I'm at work or school, I'm very antisocial, actually. Right. So like... When lunchtime comes around, I'm like, this is my one fucking hour to not talk to anyone, not do anything. Mm. And sometimes I feel really bad because sometimes there's this group of girls yeah. that have lunch together every day at work. And they're like, Viv, your office is really close to us. Just come out and have lunch with us. OK, sometimes. And I'm like, sure, I'll come out and have lunch with you guys sometimes. But I haven't done it yet because every single time lunch rolls around, I go heat up my lunch. I go do something and I close my room door and I'm like fuck yes an hour to myself Wait, you have your own room it, yeah oh nice that's sick but it feels bad <laughs> and sometimes i see people like sitting around like the kitchen the lunch area yeah. they're like chatting talking and i go and i heat up my lunch i'm like hey guys and i walk back to my office and close the door <laughs> yeah i mean i actually think it's super important um just to get so to bad. know your team i just like okay every time by coincidence when someone has asked me to come to the lunchroom that's sick though and i'm like Yes, but I'm going out for lunch right now. So. <laughs> and like every time they ask me coincidentally that exact time, I'm going out for lunch. Terrible. Like, that, like I don't go for lunch much. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, most of the time I bring my own lunch, but every time they've asked so far, it's just coincidence. So I feel like they just don't ask now because like coincidentally, I'm going out for lunch. Either with like you or with like another mm-hmm. worker and stuff. It's just, yeah. Feels bad. I get it. I'd feel pretty bad too. Okay, so we talked mostly about like some high level social norms and random social settings we've kind of been in. But let's 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 go to like the nitty gritty. So what is a social norm? So per Google definitions or whatever, social norms are rules and standards that are understood by a member of a group and that guide or constrain social behaviors without the force of law. So it's a very general term. Yeah. Uh, I want to throw out some examples and stuff and we can kind of like talk about right, that. Right. So the first example is like social norms while using the phone, right? Um, oh, so they have some like on here that they list um this is just from some random website uh but how about like taking a call like is there so for me uh if someone's talking to me in person or whatever i won't take a call would you, would you? like uh, there's sometimes i do like sometimes for example um if my dad calls me he'll like he'll rarely calls me if he calls me it's actually for something mm-hmm. so then i'll be like oh hey sorry i have to pick this up or if it's like a work situation and mm-hmm. like i'm actually should be at work at that moment when you're working from home but you're not actually working yeah, yeah, yeah. so like uh how about social norms with like the phone like i think it's typical that you shouldn't pick up the phone um, to you. i think it 
depends. So for me specifically, if someone's calling me and I'm not expecting a call, like I've been waiting for someone to get back to me and I know that someone's like, yeah, I'm waiting for a call and I'm talking to like you or anyone and I see a call from person A and I'd be like, oh, sorry, hold on for a sec. I, I actually need to answer this. But for most other calls, if they're random and I'm not waiting for a call, then I'll just let it go to voicemail or let it die off. And if it's really important, they'll text me or they'll call me back or I'll call them later. So here's the other thing. Um, how much do you think it's changed? So back in the day, there was no texting, right? Mm-hmm. So back in the day, if it's a phone call, you're like, oh, I feel like back in the day, they'll think it's a bit more urgent or a bit more important yeah. because you would rarely get phone calls. Like it yeah. costs money to call people. It yeah. should be for something very important. Mm-hmm. Um, but then now texting is like way easier to do than calling. But at the same time, if someone calls you and instead of text you, more like more likely than not, it's something more important that they can't just text, right? Yeah, it's something that they need an immediate answer yeah. for. Yeah, so... I don't know. I feel like for me, it's kind of still weird. One, I'm super bad at this because I don't pick up anyone's phone call because my phone's always on silent. <laughs> <laughs> my phone's always on silent too. So I don't see sh- like by chance if I'm looking at my phone and someone calls, that's the only time I actually pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, so then another thing is like, is there certain like situations you shouldn't use your phone? So for example, I get really annoyed when people use their phone in the theater and I see it. Like it kind of bugs me. Oh yeah, me too. Because it's like, okay, I paid money to watch this movie with ideally minimal distraction. I agree. And then someone pulls up their phone. But then I also get really annoyed when my friends do that. Like, oh, I agree. Like, but I don't, I don't, like, at the moment you can't say anything because you're... You Why know, can't you? I mean, you're all trying to listen to the... Movie. Just tell them, put your fucking phone away. Yeah, that's true. If I you're mean, with your friends and their phone's out, then you'll be like, dude, put your phone away. I mean, what if it's your significant other? Like, Joyce, <laughs> Joyce even better! <laughs> you fucking take their phone, chuck it across the room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so I think... I don't know. How about, like, I get annoyed when we're walking around, like, like experiencing a place and people are on their phone. I'm like... Mm. The whole time. If I'm uh, there with someone one-on-one and they're on their phone the whole time, if I'm eating with them, I get so fucking annoyed. Yeah. If I'm having a meal with someone and they're constantly on their phone and I'm like, why the fuck am I here? Yeah, pretty much. I, I feel like it's so awkward, especially when some people are texting while you're like trying to talk to them. Yeah. It's like, should I just like shut up for now or something? Like, I don't mind if someone's busy or they have something going on. They're like, give me five minutes. I need a response to this or I need, or if I'm talking to them, I'm out with them. Or if they're like, oh, sorry, I just need to handle this situation. I need to text this person back. I need to do whatever. I'm like, go ahead. I don't, I actually don't care at all. But if I'm actually like, if we're doing something and they, they're consistently, constantly on their phone, then I'm like, dude, do you want, should I leave? Should we replan this or like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay, guys, let's let's make this the JV norm. If you're uh, if you're trying to text while talking to either myself or Viv, we're gonna call you out. Yeah, or like if they're if we're talking and they also have something serious going on and they have something they really need to spend time responding to, then I would appreciate it if the person was like, "Give me ten minutes. I actually need a response to this, or I need to do something." Yeah, and then I'll give you my full attention. Yeah. I'd appreciate that over someone being like, "Oh." And they're giving like half-ass attention to me, half-ass attention to their yeah, thing. Yeah. Like finish one or the other yeah. and then come back. I fucking agree. I feel yeah. like you do that sometimes, man. <laughs> Motherfucker. Stop being a hypocrite. When we're... I stopped doing that. True. I think you've gotten better, it felt like. Um, For podcasting. Yeah, but sometimes I... I that's one of my pet peeves, I think. <coughs> For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, social norm when dining out. This is one of my biggest pet peeves um, is tipping. I Okay, it's not that I don't appreciate the service. I feel so bad. But North America is the only place in the fucking world that tips. Yeah. Like, we're actually the odd one out. Like, there's 8 billion people in the world. Only 300 million people do this. Yeah. Like, we're... It's just weird. I don't know. Like, what's your thoughts on tips? I guilt trip myself all the time. (sighs) 
I get guilt trip too. Like, I just wish I was like, guys, can you just make me pay more for the food and you guys just pay these people a living wage? I agree. Like, fucking please. I agree. Like, especially when you're like, when I'm going in and out of a place picking something up, I usually won't tip. Yeah. But if it's like a place that I frequent or if the person's so fucking nice, then I'll feel so guilty. Yeah, it's like code away. Even if I'm picking something, I'm like, I can't not tip because I come here too often. You guys are all so nice. And then now they know us by our names. So I'm like, fuck. But I, I (laughs) that's how they get you. (laughs) I wish it wasn't like that because I actually think it's a flawed like way. Like if I really like your service and you paid your staff normally and you guys don't expect the tip then the tip would be worth even more than yes. just a number a percentage i agree right but uh yeah that's what i personally would prefer but i don't know like, i know that's, that's or like, like even if you're like okay so like when you order stuff from food trucks yeah. and you go and you make good small talk while you're waiting and they're like okay yeah pay here and they turn around like it's at like like food trucks do this or even at like um yellowed when you pay, they like turn the iPad around and there's like the dollar, two dollar yeah. thing option. Fuck. And they're like, you have to click something before you pay. And they like watch you. And I'm like, God fucking damn it. Why do you put me in this position? And I know it's not a big deal at all. Honestly, if you just spent no tip and then you pay because everyone's like, yeah, whatever. I get it. Yeah. But then I always feel so bad. So I'm like, oh, fuck, fine. A fucking dollar. Here you go, bitch. Here's, here's You got me. Right? Here's my biggest concern of it, too, is when you have to order and pay before you get your food. I'm like, if I don't tip you, are you going to fuck up my food or not? That's yeah. Sometimes I, I think about that. I'm like... I'm like, if I just give them like fucking, just give them ten percent, and they just won't fuck up my food. Is that just gonna be better? Is that the trade off? Exactly, I have to right? Make? But like at normal restaurant or takeout, <laughs> you get your food and you pay, right? So then at that point, you'll be like, okay, mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. I'll tip for what it's actually worth. Yeah. And usually takeout, I actually think people shouldn't tip for takeout. You, there's no service being done. It's just yeah. the food getting ready, right? So that's why I'm, uh, I personally am not a big fan. It's one of the most pet peeves. So stressful. Norm. Yeah. How about like uh, eating habits, social norms? So like eat with like without your mouth open, eating loudly, oh. shit like that. Like okay. social norms say that you should, you know, eat like a gentleman or it a lady. obviously depends on what country you're from because sometimes eating with your mouth open, eating mm. loudly de- means different things. But for me personally, I was raised to eat very quietly and with your mouth closed and everything. So whenever I see people do it, it bothers the shit out of me. And I normally won't point it out if I know that it's a habit of theirs. But if you're a really close friend of mine, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Can you not eat with your mouth I mean, open? Like, I eat very fast, but I don't eat very loud, I think. Like, I'm not usually... Like, that's why people get surprised when I'm done my food because they didn't mm-hmm. even hear me eat and then mm-hmm. I finish all the food. But yeah, no, you're right about different cultures too because I think in Japan, it's... It's or like slurping and slurping stuff. Slurping is good, right? In Japan, I think uh, I have this one where it's like random social norms from other cultures. Yeah, slurping in Japan. Yeah, <clears throat> like I know I I immediately have a lot of people or not a lot, like a handful of people that pop in my head that I know eat with their mouth full or always slurp and make noises when they eat, but you just can't say anything because you just know that's just how they do it. That's just how they do it. You okay, just gotta the, take one for the team when you eat with them. Okay, here's the weirdest thing. So social norm in many settings, um, for example, like at a library or at a gym, is not to be like super loud or anything like that, right? Like you know, keep yeah. to yourself your own space. But then, like sometimes there's like children or something oh that are God. super annoying, and I was like, I just don't know what to do about that because it's like it's not your place. Like I don't believe anyone else should be teaching anyone else's kids. But at the same time, it's like, dude, these kids gotta be like disciplined. I agree. I think. If it 
ruins what the environment is meant to do, then you can say something. So like if you're at a library and someone's constantly being a little bit too loud, then I personally would be like, hey, I'm trying to read here. Could you quiet down? And I've said that before. Or like at a gym, if people are constantly walking in front of your mirror, I'd be like, excuse me, I'm trying to use this mirror. Could you not walk in front of the mirror while I'm doing my set? Yeah. Or like biggest pet peeve at the gym one of them yeah. is that like when you're on a platform if someone keeps walking across your platform even if it's just a corner first time i'll be like fucking annoying but okay yeah second time maybe it might not say anything either but third time i'd be like can you get off my platform <laughs> or can you not can you walk around my platform it's distracting me or it's bothering my set i would say something I mean, it's so weird because like sometimes i'm embarrassed for them so for example if like a kid's crying and it's like a speech or something yeah, and they brought their kid. Sometimes I'm just like, oh yeah, if they're oh, crying, I don't think you can say anything. I know, but it's just, just like, why fuck. did you bring this kid? Here? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I I, I get I sometimes it's tough. You can't find a babysitter. Yeah, costs money all this shit. Yeah. Sometimes in my mind, I think it's just unfortunate yeah. when a kid cries. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm so anti kid. <laughs> that's a big uh, yeah. I think for kids when they cry, you can obviously. I feel like if the parent isn't doing something to try and control it, then I'd be like, what the fuck. And I would just stare at them the whole time. True. If their kid's being an absolute brat and they're not doing anything to take care of the kid. But if you see them trying, then I'm like, man. Yeah, it's kind of tough. Feels uh, bad. You're like embarrassed for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah All right, what else do you have on this list here? Social norms and elevators. I don't think there's anything really special. You know, just don't fart and press the button and leave when you have to leave. Social norms and elevators. Mm, I don't think there's anything special with that. Nothing much. Um, let's see what they say. <laughs> like, if you see someone running towards the elevator, <laughs> I just get close, 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 close. And then by chance they make it, I was like, oh, nice. Just got you on time. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was actually pressing the open button. Yeah, I was trying totally to hold it for you. I'm sorry. Also, like, it doesn't happen much in Edmonton because we don't have many tall buildings. So yeah, we don't like, have many elevators. Yeah, I don't, don't think I've ever had this situation happen to me. Yeah, I haven't had to use the elevator much here. So. Uh, oh, they have one for social norms in the workplace. So it was this, dress neatly and appropriately for the job. Yeah, uh, be on time, positive yeah. attitude, professional. Notify supervisor if you're sick or unable to make it work. If you need Sometimes that. I find it very impressive how comfortable my coworkers are with saying that they're late. Oh. like in our group chat for like there's a group chat with all our employees and group chat with like just some of our like friend, the people that talk a little bit more with each other yeah they'll always be like sorry running late didn't wake up alarm didn't go off or just running late and then they're and then like everyone's so nonchalant about it which i kind of really like but i'm very surprised about like some people would even be like personal stuff happened or running late didn't wake up stayed late last night and i'm like wow yeah, no I'll, one's giving like crazy excuses like i feel like a good excuse every time would be like traffic 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 yeah understandable but everyone's like fed my cat for too long this morning trap <laughs> <laughs> like gonna be late i i think it's a fought of, my alarm clock this morning gonna be late i was like damn yeah, i think it's the change of the culture but i'm not sure Probably. all the best people i've worked with like when i tell them some excuse i'm late he, like one of my higher ups would just be like i, I don't give a shit what you do with your personal life like you're late, you're late it doesn't matter like yeah just, just get your work done right? yeah and then the nice part of my new job is like my boss is work from home only so she she'll never know if i'm late or not yeah, yeah my coworkers don't give a shit about if i'm late or not yeah like there's not there's not a good enough reason they have enough to do kind of thing yeah, yeah. so i think that's become like the new norm is like that's great yeah it's it's almost like you're not forced to be there at a specific time. You're just forced to make work work with your life. That is true. Which is nice. I just thought of something. 
when you're eating with someone, what's the social norm for if you see them have like food on their face or oh, food in their teeth? Yeah. I know you, at least with me, when we were in LA, you'd yeah. be like, Viv, you have jizz on your face. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But like, what if it was a friend that you're not super close with? Would you say something? It's just us two? No, no, no. What if it's like a group setting? Oh, no. Like, you wouldn't say anything? Like it's, it's, oh, my God. I would feel so bad. I would feel so bad because you know at the end of the day or when they have a chance to go to a washroom or mm-hmm. see their reflection somehow and they see that, they're going to be like, everyone fucking saw that and no mm-hmm. one pointed it out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know because everyone's so nice around me. Yeah. They always point it out to me. Yeah. But uh, I just don't uh, care. Sometimes it's funny. Like, I want them to... Sometimes if I actually know them very well, I actually like, you can, like take out your phone, take a picture of. Them. Yeah, like, so, well, I wouldn't do that, but I would purposely not tell them. And then when they find out, I'll laugh a little. <laughs> but that's because I'm close with them. I want to. Sometimes I try to get myself to be the person to discreetly be like, "Hey, you have something in your teeth." Not gonna lie, there's been situations when I would notice it and I'm like, there's no way I can discreetly tell you this and I can't tell you, like, if I don't want to tell you in front of everyone because I feel like that'd be kind of embarrassing. So it's just gonna have to slide, buddy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, unfortunate it's never happened to me or if it has happened to me, I also don't care. So, oh, okay. I don't know, like, I'm, I, I can feel my teeth very well, so I know when stuff's there. And, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I think the nice thing is to say something, but I yeah. just, I'm, I'm a dick. So I feel like, like sometimes you would feel a little bit worse, you know? Yeah. Okay. And then this last part of the site said gender specific social norms. Oh, this is so kind of sexist. Girls wear pink, boys wear blue. Men should be strong and should not show emotion. Women should be caring and nurture. I guess this is their overall, like, hey, this is how USA is or this is how yeah, yeah. America is. Um, men should do repairs at the house and be the one to work and make money while women are expected to take care of Oh my of God. Them. I actually hate that. Yeah. I'd love to. Uh, like, I'd be so happy if my significant other made way more money than me. I'd be fucking... Oh. I'd be so happy about... I, I'd be happy about our situation. Mm-mm-mm. Like, not happy as in, like, oh, like, I'm not going to do anything now. But no, it's like, oh, this is a good situation. Like, she's actually... Like, my best thing I want in my life is, like, for the people I love to be able to take care of themselves. Yeah. So, like, I want to empower them to be able to because, you know, life is definite. So, yeah, yeah. if ever I were to leave, I want to make sure everyone can take care of themselves, right? Of course. So, but yeah, I'd love to have it if my significant other made a lot more money than me. I think I would be so much more comfortable if I made significantly more money than my significant other. Oh, really? What if yeah. your significant other was just a dollar and you'd just be like, nah? Well, I wouldn't be like, nah, I'd be like, this is great. But I would try to be, I would try to be equal with them or I'd work my way so that I would mm. be equal with them because I don't think I would be comfortable <laughs> relying on someone but i would be comfortable with someone relying 100 percent on me if i could do that well viv you know there's a platonic relationship we can have with <laughs> yeah transactional sure. means of money. like actually if i was balling out of my mind i would support all my friends and family i don't want to give a shit oh really yeah i would uh i would not <laughs> like okay it depends so like i think this is probably another topic on its, on its own Definitely but in is. general um I would, like, get them things and, like, buy them things yeah. and maybe even treat them to stuff, but yeah. I wouldn't give them straight-up money. Like, I'd be like, oh, here's the money you need for the rest of your mortgage. I want to yeah. see you use it for your mortgage. Yeah. Right? Like, I want I want proof that it's going to be used for it. Because I don't trust people. So it's like, 
like, hey, if you want money for a business idea, I want you to be open to me and talk about it mm-hmm. rather than just say, hey, I need 20 grand or something mm-hmm. like that, right? And if you want, like, money for all these other things, like, I want you to just say it to my face and, like, I'll give it to you. But if you just say you want an indiscriminate amount of money, I'll be like, well, you could use that for drugs. Like, why don't I just use it for drugs for myself rather than give it to you to use it for drugs, right? Or, like, mm-hmm. something like that, right? I see it as if I... For me personally, when I care about someone, I just want you to live your life. Whatever makes you happy, whatever you want to use money for, whatever the fuck. Mm. If you want to use this towards, well, obviously, if they're like a drug addict, then I wouldn't give them all the money in the world. But like, like for my parents and my sister, if I had enough money, I'd be like, I'm going to fund your entire life. Yeah. Whatever the fuck you want to buy here. Yeah, yeah. And then for like close friends and f- friends and family, all that stuff, I'd be like, here. If I had the money, I'd be like, how much do you want me to like i've thought about this before if i had a lot of money then i'd be like all right this is how much i'm gonna pay you every year you don't need to work a job just go live your life just and go enjoy your life Uh, do whatever the fuck you want with this money yeah i just want you to be happy not stress about surviving or like all that stuff just go live your life i don't think i would ever do that only because i know for a fact Mm -hmm. money changes people so once you start getting that out i think that they won't be genuine anymore not like not like this is might be a very cynical way of thinking but I just think it legitimately changes people. Like, my approach to it would be like, okay, like, I don't want to control you or anything like that, but you want to go to school, I don't care what you take in school, here's the money you need to go to school for four years. Like, mm-hmm. I think this is fair. Like, I'm just giving you, like, not fair, as in, like, I think this is generous. And, it is generous, right? And I think it's not, like, I think it's fine. I think that's a very normal way to do it. And it goes back to, like, hey, you need help. Not help, but, like, I won the lottery, I'll pay for your, the rest of your mortgage. Like, yeah, that should be a I would, big burden off your shoulder and you can live the rest of your life doing whatever you want. I'd for sure do that for like friends. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't straight up give them money for money's sake, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, what are you going to use money? And they'll be like, oh, I want to go on vacation. Like, let's all go on vacation. I'll just pay for the whole vacation. Like, oh, that I, is I don't true. need to give you the money to do it. I could just do it. That is true. Yeah, I think I would do that more for like friends. I'd be like, hey, let me pay for your wedding. Uh, let me yeah. pay for your house. Uh, you want to buy a house? You're looking to buy a house? I'll buy your house for you. Oh, you're so nice. I would do I, things like that. But for like f- like really close friends and best friends and family stuff, I'd be like, let me fund your fucking life. Oh, uh, you know, we should have done a podcast when, uh, so just in the States, they they just had that Lotto Max for a billion dollars. Yeah. Oh, uh, we should have done one on what would you do if you won that Lotto Max uh, type of podcast. That'd be well, we can. We can. I mean, we've done one before where we talked about like what would you do. Oh, yeah. Like, like one of the stuff? first, like, yeah. second or third podcast day. yeah i mean it's interesting to revisit it and go in yeah. a bit more depth but yeah that'll be for a different one um yeah, for like gender specific social norms i kind of hate how girls are typically like weaker, weaker yeah. and then guys are supposed to do all the construction house things like yeah, i mean one of them here says man a man should pay for the woman's meal and going to do i fucking hate that man like yeah being the man it sucks i think it's nice being a gentleman and doing things like that but yeah. like it's not should. Yeah, I think um, I think the best thing is, like, I've had some dates where I've had to pay, and I just be like, whatever, fuck it, right? Yeah. But I've always liked the f- girls who like offered to pay or will say, "Okay, I'll pay for the next one," and they actually do it and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like, oh, that's like very yeah. Like respectful. you get me, I get you yeah, for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You buy this, I'll buy the whatever afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that's super respectful and stuff, and I really like that. Um, yeah. I just think it's fair. It's like, yeah, a gift's a gift, but, like, this is just us hanging out, right? Like, there's no reason why one should pay more than the other. We just hang out. But if it's a gift, that's that's totally different thing. I agree. Right? I hate it. I absolutely hate it when girls act too weak. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I can't open this bottle, or I can't do this, mm. or you're a guy, so can you go do this? I'm like, fuck. Oh, yeah. I hate that being the excuse, right? Yes. Like, if you were to say... 
oh, I can't open this. Can you open it for me? Because I'm stronger. Yeah. Like, regardless of, like, race or anything like that or gender. Then, but, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's different. Like, that's very fine because that happens, right? Yeah. But, yeah, in that case, just because you're But if you're like, I'm a girl, I can't do this. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, oh, I've, got the, I've got the ones before where it's like, oh, you know, you should lift this stuff because you're a guy. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, you take that chair, I'll take that chair, and we can both get there. Yeah. What would you do if I was not here to help you? Yeah, I, exactly. I actually say that to my sister a lot. Whenever she's like, can you help me with this? I can't do this. And I'd be um, like, how are you going to do this if I wasn't here? And she'd be like, I would do it this way. I'm like, okay, then you got a solution. Goodbye. Yeah, feels, <laughs> feels bad. So harsh. I mean, yeah. There's some things I like to, you know, defer off to either Joyce or my sister to do. So Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's not because they're weak or anything. It's just they do it better. Like um, anything that's like, fine. Like sewing and stuff or any of that stuff. I was like, I, I can't do it. I, I just don't know how. That is fine. Uh, do you want to go into a bit of cultural norms? All right. Cultural, Let's do some norms. cultural things. Um, okay, so I saw some cool ones. So pointing with lips in Nicaragua. I heard that. Yeah, they always go like... like that's, they're, yeah. Like they're actually pointing. Yeah. I think... That's so stressful. Somewhere in Asia they do it too. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're in Nicaragua and someone's pointing something and you do that like kissy thing you're like... And they're like, excuse me, what? <laughs> Stop making moves. Yeah. Let me put my sword back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck no. I'm just pointing at the directions. I feel like uh, maybe, so I might get corrected, so I'll ask Joyce later, but I think it's a Filipino thing too. They point with their like face or eyeball or something. Oh yeah, they like yeah. stick well, their lips out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's a, for sure Southeast Asia thing, for sure Nicaragua thing. Like, I don't know. It just feels... I feel like I, I actually wonder what the history to it is. Is it just because their hands are full and it's just easier to point with that at that time? Maybe it's just different, honestly. Um, kissing in France or so like in Latin America. Oh my god, like I always wanted French to experience cultures. that. Yeah, it's like when you yeah. when you shake hands with someone, you yeah, kiss, and you kiss like, left and right. Yeah. When I went to uh, France, I tried to <laughs> take advantage of that. <laughs> Okay. So, <laughs> when I met I met this one person that was kind of attractive, and now and then they're like, "Oh, hi!" And then when they're when they're leaning in, I was like, "I wonder if I could turn my face fast enough to see if I could get something." <laughs> but it's actually really stressful. They do it really fast, and you don't know if someone's gonna do it both sides or they're just gonna do one side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird one. I was just reading it. Um. Yeah, apparently there's some nuances. They said it's different for guys and girls. I'm not gonna read too deeply into it, but. I guess there's some customary practices they go through for that. But it's pretty cool. I think um, it's kind of cool because it relates to their language a lot. Mm-hmm. So I find Latin and French is a very uh, romantic language. It so is, it is. They're, physically, they're also very romantic, but they're also very okay with their sexuality. Yes. So I find that very cool. I wonder when you do that. Like, if you're meeting someone for the first time, would you do that? Like, hey, my name is whatever. Only the hot girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, I'm not from France. If they're not. Actually, if you're from France, it'd be like only the hot girls and guys because all of them are very, you know, fluid. You're right, you're right, you're right. Only the hot ones. The other ones, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so this one I didn't know about. So this is a social. Oh, that sounds fucking terrible. Spitting on the bridge at weddings in Greece is a thing. This says bride. Oh, spitting on the bride. (laughs) Can you imagine you're walking down the aisle and everyone's hawking a loogie at you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess we don't have enough information. No, really. thank Something you. Something warding off evil, but yeah, no thanks. Um, the devil's like, fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. I feel the devil's <laughs> a bit. 
Uh, hangout in cemeteries in Denmark. Okay, what's this? So cemeteries spooky. Blah blah blah. Uh, maybe what? Oh, they prefer to hang out in parks, but the Danes find it becoming to convert their cemeteries into areas for socializing. Oh, so they made that's um, creepy as shit. That's kind of weird. I yeah. mean, sorry Denmark, but I disapprove. <laughs> I mean, do you ever do that game as kids? Uh, they'll hold your breath and pass a pass a cemetery. No, I actually do not. I live really close to the cemetery, so I don't think there's a point. Oh, did you ever like go there at night with like friends? No, I don't fuck with that shit. That's oh, too scary. Yeah, that's so scary. You no. mess up, you're fucked. I also don't fuck with that stuff. Plus, most cemeteries are very nice. They're very nice and well kept. Like, I don't want to ruin their stuff. Yeah, I don't want to see anything that's gonna fuck me up. That's true. I wonder if there's any. Uh, so, what's the social norms to funerals? And I guess. So for <laughs> show up in pink, <laughs> it typically show up in black. But in the Chinese one, we show up in white, like all mm-hmm. white. Um, mm-hmm. Burn the stuff. Uh, they usually give you candy or money after, and if they what? Give you money, yeah, like a dollar or two dollars. <coughs> and then if they do give you any money, you have to use that to buy a sweet treat, and you have to eat that sweet treat right after. What? Yeah, that's one of the things with uh, Asian funerals. Uh, they either give you the candy, and you have to eat it after. Uh, I think it's to ward off the dead or evil oh what the heck this is my first time hearing about this yeah so usually uh like for example after my grandpa's funeral we all i think we all got like a toonie or something or three yeah something like that we all went to timorans and we bought like a donut or something what is this cantonese Uh, i don't know let's see let me whoa i mean like i haven't been to that many funerals but i'm surprised it's the first time i heard about this like i know about the money part we're supposed to get that like fake money that has like the gold square on and you burn that shit yep Yep, and then you burn like the houses and yeah, the, and the houses, stuff. the cardboard houses, the cardboard clothes, and everything. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. So what? this I is what happens. Kind of so at the at the end of the funeral, all the mourners will get a white envelope filled with candy and money before they leave the funeral home. Whoa. The candy is to sweeten the bitter taste of death, and the money is for luck. <laughs> Damn. Uh, the candy must be eaten immediately, and the money must be spent. Um. So then I think my family goes beyond. We we spend it on something sweet that we have to eat right after. Whoa. So I, we eat the candy and we also spend it usually tomorrow. It's like normal candy? Uh, like, I don't know. I don't know what kind of candy. It's usually very normal. I'm very surprised. It's my first time hearing about this. Yeah. So that's the social norm for cool. that. I guess it's different for different uh, cultures too. Cool. Um. So yeah, if you're ever at a Chinese funeral, peeps, that's what you got to do with the candy. Eat it right away. You ward off the evil. Uh, let's see. Oh, apparently there's also a thing that after you've been to a funeral, you shouldn't go to a wedding. Or a birthday. Or Yeah, or a birthday, like within yeah. the next like week or two yeah. weeks or something like that, right? Yeah. And then if your birthday is near, like, the funeral time, you just don't go to the funeral. You just... Yeah. yeah. You just can't go. Yeah, some... I heard about that before. That's more cultural than social norms. I guess it's a Chinese so. social norm. I guess so. Um, I guess I can't think of any other weird ones. Like, the one thing... I guess in Singapore you can't chew gum or spit on the road or stuff. Mm-hmm. The roads are super clean, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I heard about a joke about that recently. I was like, it's pretty normal. It's like, so if I came to your country that you kept real clean and I spat on your floor, would you not get like spankings and stuff? Because in Singapore, I think you get fined or probably something. yeah yeah. So I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense to not spit on the road and stuff, hmm. especially in like Asian countries where they clean up a lot. Oh, another thing is like in Japan they uh, sort out their like garbage and recycle very well yes oh one thing i learned too is in japan you can't you shouldn't walk and eat at the same time 
Oh yes, you're supposed to sit before you go. Yeah, or sit eat all your food before you like walk towards. Yes, the they uh, have signs in the markets for that, right? Yeah, but I think the one exception is like at festivals. That's a lot of festivals. Okay. But like at typical other situations, you can't. You should not walk and eat. That's mm-hmm. like, but I think mm-hmm. that you usually give a pass to tourists because there's so many tourists at in Japan that they're just like whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think that's like one of the rude stuff. Oh, I have a question. I guess it's not necessarily a social norm, more more so something I can't really Google to know. When we play volleyball at EVP, yeah. is wearing a sports bra too little of clothing to wear? Or I mean, is it like, who the fuck cares? Because sometimes I'm like, this is fucking normal at the gym. But yeah. I know we're not at the gym, but it's really hot. So I'm sure everyone understands. But also at the same time, it's like, no one else really does this. Yeah, I think. And it's, it's- not something you can Google. I don't know. I think the question would depend on the audience. I guess so. I feel like in an older generation, they'll be like, no. Like, especially some some sports bra doesn't really cover much. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're also very, like, thin, yeah. let's say. So you're pretty much naked almost. Yeah. And then I guess that's kind of awkward. Um, but I think for the most part, for most people, okay. it doesn't bother them. Good. Good, good, good. Yeah. I mean, the circumstance too, right? Like, that drink gets really hot sometimes, so it's kind of reasonable. All right, good. Yeah, I don't know. Is there any other random sports? Sports social norms? norms? Really? Can't really think of any. Hmm. I mean, if the audience can think of any cool cultural norms we can talk about. But I think we covered kind of most. It's mostly like interactions with people, right? Like how do you Yeah, interact like social properly? norms and every other. Yeah, how do you properly interact with people? I think I'm always awkward, so it's. I think I'm a very awkward person, but I think I Googled enough and I've like witnessed enough that I tell myself this should be the normal thing to do. Oh, one thing we were talking about like before the show is like how you your social norms are almost developed through TV shows. Oh, yes. Yes. We were talking about that. TV and, shows are like you watch people do things. Yeah. And then it becomes nor- it's like how do you typically host this type of party? For example, I was saying, like, how do you host a bachelor party? Well, we only learn that from TV shows, right? Mm-hmm. Normally, if you ask me and I've never been to one before, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. We just play video games or something, mm-hmm. right? But we learn a lot from our TV shows. And I think that kind of builds how we are. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because that's like... It's propaganda. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The government tells you what's a social norm. Yeah, yeah, Like, that's, I think that's a legitimate concern because I think... Um, some parents would say like, oh, you know, the TV show shows like profanity, nudity and stuff that becomes normal for the kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of see a part of that. But at the same time, that it's is also true. like, hey, it's your own fault to not discipline your kid properly, right? That is true. I don't think it's a completely good excuse. But I also don't have kids, so I have no idea. Would you let your kids watch South Park and stuff like that growing up? Yeah, I think it builds character. Um, but I think like after a certain age. Yes. So like... If you, for example, when I watched Simpsons when I was a really little kid, I didn't understand half of the jokes. Mm-hmm. And then when I grew up and I watched it again, I was like, oh, this is exactly why. And then if you just show that to kids, they'll just repeat it without understanding why. But once they understand why, then they'll know like when to what? actually repeat it or when to not repeat it. Yes, I agree. Like you wouldn't show them fucking Saw growing up, they'll become a psycho killer. Yeah, but I also believe like... Yeah, there's some stuff you shouldn't show them, but I also believe we're very soft now. Like, now, this new, newer generation is a little soft. I agree. Um, I think we're all very soft, but everyone's very conscious of how people feel, so it's a plus and a minus. Yeah, yeah. I think, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I hope the generation, the next generation, has enough adversity and stuff to like build character and shit. <laughs> but who knows? Okay, one last thing before we go off. We're about an hour and a half in. Um, how has? What are some things that you can think of that has changed between back then and now? So, like for example, one thing I can think of instantly is like nudity. Yeah, like nudity and clothing. I agree. <clears throat> and I think. Um, it not only changed with time, but it almost changed with geography. So, for example, I think in Europe, it changed faster than here because it was an older civilization. So, for example, back in the 80s and 90s, it was already okay there for more nudity than mm-hmm. it was here. And mm-hmm. I feel like we're finally catching up to their standards and we're finally equalizing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's some other ones that you kind of have thought of or maybe know of that has changed quite a bit? Well, for like nudity specifically, I think people are in general in every single setting a lot more comfortable with seeing other people's bodies with less clothes yeah. and a little bit less judgmental with whatever other people choose to wear regardless of the situation yeah. or s- scenario or setting or whatever so i think that's great except for when you're interacting with like older people or like your parents like they'll have more to say they'll prefer you be more covered up yeah versus this generation i think tattoos have also become more normal that is true. So back in the day, it's like you're a bad person, or your parents would say that's a bad you're person. You're a gangster. Yeah. You're a bad person. You're never gonna get a job. But now I think most people don't care unless it's like a tattoo on your face or your neck. Maybe. Yeah. Those are still a little bit pretty taboo. I would say. Do you think like Japan would ever change with their onsen rules with tattoos? Like, I mean, I don't think maybe in like a hundred years. Yeah, I've never been to an onsen. It's too much work. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you can make it to one. I think some of them, if you have like the private one where you had to book the room with the onsen. Like I don't actually have that many tattoos, but I feel like it's probably not that comfortable when you have too many stickers on you. No, but I, I've heard of some tourist friendly ones where they have like but private onsen. I've heard of that, tattoos. but apparently like I searched on Reddit when I was in Japan for like onsens that you can go when you have tattoos. A lot of people like they say they allow it, but then when you go there, you don't feel welcome still. Oh. I'm like, fuck that shit. True. Um, I think race has changed a lot, which is great. <laughs> That's fucking great. I feel like or being weird when you but not weird. Okay, I felt like it was frowned upon back in the day when you saw like a black guy with a white girl or something like that. But this was like 50, 60 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like super normal to have all mixed races and mm-hmm. stuff. Or being like trans or a part of anyone in the alphabet gang. Yeah, yeah. They can do That's so much. More. Yeah. Yeah, it's so much more normal. Whereas back in the day, you like have more looks. Uh huh. Where it's like. It's, now who the fuck cares yeah yeah pretty much i i mean the only reason i'm gonna say i care is because i just hate people who like try to force it on other people Mm-mm-mm. it's like okay you're gay do your own thing like i don't you know like it doesn't bother me and yeah you shouldn't have to affect my life yeah. i shouldn't have to affect your the life. one thing i hate is when they think <clears throat> they're not being heard enough that everything needs to be oh, inclusive yeah. to everyone and yeah. yes everything should be inclusive no one should be hated on but not everyone ha- not every single movie has to highlight a yeah. gay couple not every single movie has to have every single color of yeah. person in it not every single movie has to make a point to have all women in it or whatever the fuck like that's pushing it too much that's trying too hard i mean the best stereotype is like the fat gay guy who laughs at all the gay jokes like those are the best guys <laughs> oh. because they're so nice and they're like the best time they're like, mm-hmm. super fun to hang out with mm-hmm. and they're the embodiment of what it should be yeah like it's great to see inclusivity in like movies and things but i fucking hate it when movies try way too hard to push these agendas oh, like yeah. like in avengers it was cool but i was also a little disappointed yeah. when they had that 
Where was this? In Avengers. Oh, when they had the girl scene? Yeah, the whole girl scene. Uh, Everyone's like, oh my god, girl boss. I'm like, yeah, it seems cool, but like, it seems like you're putting a little bit too much effort to make this girl scene happen, buddy. Yeah, it seems my- a little unnatural. Like, where the fuck is everyone else? Why are all the girls suddenly together? Yeah. Like, the fuck? Yeah. I mean, it goes back to my comment of me not liking Spider Man. It's like, mm-hmm. you didn't have to. I know they're a kid, but you know, in reality, this shit won't happen. Like, make it realistic right, right. first rather than inclusive. Like, it's awesome if you have a girl moment or whatever, or like, uh, color or not colorful, an alphabet gang moment, but like, don't fucking push it just yeah. so that you could get, whoa, look at social media. Oh my God. I, mean, I just wish they reflected reality a bit more. So, for example, if you made a basketball movie and 90% of the cast is black, I'm like, that's great. That's exactly what yeah. basketball is like. This is exactly what I want to yeah. see because that's reality. Yeah. And then if you made a basketball movie like back in like the 60s and it's all white people, I'm like, great. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Like, this is what I want to see. Exactly. Right. Or like, like how when they were trying to do a Ghost in the Shell live action and fucking that... I forgot what her name is. That girl who's um, Black Widow. Uh, Ghost in a show? What do you mean? The, when they're doing Scarlett a live... Johan- yeah, Johansson? Scarlett Johansson was casted for the main person in Ghost in a Show, which doesn't fucking make Wait, sense. Wait, I've never watched that. Is that supposed to be a dude? It's a girl. Oh. But it's supposed to be an Asian person. Oh, 100%. yeah. Why do you think yeah. an Asian person? Because Scarlett Johansson's hot. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of spicy. Uh, Actually, is that an anime or something? It's a show and a game. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. if you guys um, don't know, Anime Thon's happening this weekend. Uh, all my best friends and my girlfriend's going. I'm not going because I don't <laughs> care about anime. I heard it's actually going to be kind of cool. Yep. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to promote, I'm trying to let them weeb out, but uh, yeah, you guys should go check that out. Anime Thon. It's happening pretty much when this podcast is out. Yeah. 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 Anyways, uh, that was our little discussion about social norms. I think we this was just a very light conversation. Talked about yeah. some stuff that experiences me and Biff has and what we think of stuff is. Uh, I feel like I, con- I often or like often or less than often, I guess, whatever the word that is, ask people what's normal. <laughs> yes. Yes. Me too. Like, is this normal, guys? <laughs> I just want to know. Yeah. For data collection purposes yeah a lot of times especially like for example when you're on vacation i think i asked that a bit yeah you know, is this normal should this be happening but uh, what do people normally do in these scenarios <laughs> yeah i mean i'm super awkward a lot i don't know it's so weird like i'm awkward when you're trying to like meet me mm-hmm. but once you know me i don't think i'm awkward at all yeah if that makes sense um but yeah it is what it is uh so just a light conversation on social norms hope you guys enjoyed it you guys have anything you want to add especially the cultural ones i want to learn about these cultural ones yeah uh, let us know put it in the comments below uh, fun fact i found out recently that there's two different kind of kinds of buddhism yeah i never knew that in so the, there's like the chinese hong kong one and there's like malaysian thai laos one and they're two different ones so I mean, the asian chinese chinese one does like jade and all that stuff and the other one focuses on gold for at least jewelry side it's like so they all started in india though all yes. of it started in India. That yes. was the birthplace of Buddha, and then it just expanded. It's almost like different sects of like Christianity and stuff. Very similar yeah. to that. Yeah. The, no, there's definitely that. Um, it was called uh, Mahana versus Theravana. I was gonna Google this shit. Yeah, but it, like the stories are all that starts in India, though. That's mm-hmm. the birthplace of it. Um, but anyways, going back to yeah, this is uh, cool conversations. Let us know. We're trying to think of some cool. Um, new series we're gonna upgrade our player profile series soon so that's gonna be really cool 
Yes, sir. Uh, and then we're going to try to be more consistent, get some cool guests. So let us know if you want to come on. And um, with that day in the life, we just want to know about like people and their jobs and stuff. <laughs> we didn't even mention day in the life. Uh, but yeah, the player profile oh, series yeah. is going to transition into a day in the life. Yes. Because yes. we only have so many friends. Yes. Well, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's going to hi- hybridize to the two of them combined. Um, yes. But yeah, but yeah, if you guys ever have anything cool stories, like if you're a fucking garbage man i kind of want to know what you do in your life in your mm-hmm. life i think that's kind of cool even mm-hmm. very mundane things i think are very cool um, you're a surgeon and if you don't sick. if you don't think it's interesting trust me. someone will trust me we've made nothing interesting before we've made water interesting okay <laughs> um but yeah don't forget to like comment and subscribe and turn on your notification bell yeah and uh send us some messages let us know send us the loves let us know what you want to do also hey i know a lot of people like the food series if you want to come on the food series and there's a specific food you want to eat let us know because we want you on here and we uh yes, pretty much you, give you specifically a f- you're asking if we're talking about you yes you. you specifically like we're literally <laughs> buying you food now if your thing is filet mignon you're never going to come on the show but if your thing is something like chips or something simple like fries or something like that, you're probably going to come on the show. But if your yeah. thing is like something super fancy, um, yeah, we Fuck don't have the budget you. for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck <laughs> you in particular. Yes, um, you. But if you want to try like different nut waters and stuff, I think we can do that too. <laughs> um, something like that. Wait, nut water is like milk or are you talking about actual nut water? Because like, mm-hmm. Different nuts in the water, <laughs> not uh, not milk, because milk and nut water is different. Oh, I see. We, uh, perfectly said. Hey. But yeah, uh, let us know, and we may be able to set something up. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a boat. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye bye.